If you're looking for a new wig, Hair Bakery Boutique is the place to shop. All the wigs are baked with love and are named after the owner's favorite desserts at affordable prices. And the best thing about them is she offers payment plans. It is located in Atlanta, Georgia, but shipping is an option if you are not local. But if you are local, every wig is served with a complimentary cupcake. Follow them now on IG at Hair Bakery Boutique. And also, ladies, I received my um, unit in the mail the other day, and I am absolutely in love with it. Not only did it come in a nice box, it was packaged with a wig hanger, a travel bag for my wig, a brush to do the concealer for my part, and um, some other little goodies. So make sure you check out Hair Bakery Boutique on IG and order you a wig that's baked with love today. Now let's jump right into today's episode. Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Janae, and I know I sound super excited, but that is because I am so excited to be recording today's episode, y'all. Like, I always get a thrill or a joy, I should say, when I'm able to sit down after a long week and just pour into y'all what God has told me to pour into y'all. So I'm super excited about today's episode. Um... Before I get into today's episode, let me just go over a few house announcements, okay? The first thing is, thank you to everyone who has left a rating or a review. Even if you've done more than one, I thank you because I am almost at my goal. Um, The goal is 100 ratings and reviews, and right now I am sitting at 96, and I am hoping by the end of tonight I will have the 100 because that is the goal. And if you have not left a rating or a review, please go do that. Y'all, it's so many of y'all that listen to this show, so I don't, it's, there's no reason why I shouldn't have like hundreds and hundreds of ratings and reviews. But shout out to those of you who have already done it. But if you have not done it yet, you still have time. Um, please leave a rating and review because that helps your girl get the show out and climb the charts. And so please leave a rating, please leave a review. And yes, you are able to leave a review after any episode that you want to. So you don't have to feel like you leave one review and that's it. You can review and comment on any episode that you feel like it. So please make sure you do that. Um, and I definitely want to get this goal of 100 ratings and reviews. So please help me. Um, the second thing is do not forget that my next book, um, Dear Sister, It's Gonna Be Okay, Devotions for the Soul, drops October 2nd. It is a 32-day devotional. I thought it was 31, but when I was looking back through it, because I've been reading it myself, um, I was like, oh, snap, I forgot I had a 32-day, like a 32-day, um, devotion in there and the reason that is is because i actually when i was going through the rough draft i accidentally numbered it incorrectly and so i thought i only had 31 but once i went back to edit and review the book i realized that i messed up on my counting and so now instead of 31 days it's actually 32 days so you get a 32 devotion a 32 day devotion excuse me and 
it has a gratitude journal in there and it also has um, a page for you to write to a journal prompt if you are one of those people that like to journal so make sure you check that out on October 2nd I'm super excited um, and I can't wait when the book releases because I will share with you exactly how that book came about like the instructions that God gave me the deadline and the timetable he gave me to get it done how he walked me through everything in this process so I will share that with you once the book releases and then the lesson of the week um I went to church back at home because my friend Whitney got married on Saturday and she was the most beautiful bride I have seen I love her like I said in my Facebook status and my Instagram status I said that Whitney is the girl that every girl with a dream needs Whitney is the girl that will push you she supports you and she is so genuine I never have to ask Whitney to support me let me say that again I never have to ask Whitney to support me you have to get around a group of people, a group of friends who you don't have to ask to support you, right? When I drop something, she's one of the first people to copy it. When I do something, she's one of the first people to share it. And so you all need a friend like Whitney, somebody who is there to support your dreams. Somebody to say, sis, did you do this? Sis, did you do that? And they hold you accountable because they know that God has something so amazing for you. And they want to see you walk in everything that God has for you. So shout out to Whitney. Shout out to Ellis. I'm so grateful to have Whitney in my life. Um, so Saturday I attended her wedding. Sunday I went to church with my family at my home church. Shout out to Mount Zion AME. I am an AME girl. Um, and it was Youth Sunday. And so the youth led the worship service. I mean, everything that went on, the youth led it. And we even had one of our youth speak, Zane. And Zane is like in sixth or seventh grade. I'm not sure. Um, but her message was, was about success. And she opened it up by saying, well, she didn't open it up, but this was what she said at the end. I'm sorry. She said, believe in you, believe in people, believe in life, but most importantly, believe in God. And so when she said that, um, like I, I heard her, but then when my pastor got up to reiterate the awesome job that she did and he repeated those words that she said, it spoke to me in a different way, y'all. Believe in you, believe in people, believe in life, but most importantly, believe in God. Y'all, I want whoever is listening to today's episode to know that I want you to believe in yourself. God has equipped you with everything, every tool that you need to get done what he has called you to get done. Everything is inside of you. Stop looking outward for things when God has placed everything you need inside of you. And if you don't know what those things are, go to him. Go to him and ask him what he has given you, what tools, what character traits, what skills he has given you that he wants you to use for his kingdom. Stop doubting yourself. Stop allowing fear to hold you back. Stop allowing your past to hold you back. Stop letting your mistakes hold you back. Believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in you, then who do you think is going to believe in you? God has invested so much into you. He has invested too much into you for you to waste 
things that he is investing in you because of fear or because you are doubting yourself. So believe in yourself. Believe in people. I know it's so much negativity in the world, but I truly believe that God will surround you with the people that you need to carry out the plan for your life. So believe in the people that God has placed in your life. Um, and if you don't feel like you can believe in those people, then maybe you need to reevaluate who you have in your life. Because I'm in a season in my life where I am reevaluating some people in my life. And that is definitely okay. Believe in life. I know life is full of ups and downs, but at the end of the day, I truly believe that the ups outweigh the bad they outweigh the downs so believe in life believe that every day that you wake up that you are one day closer to what god has for you every day that you wake up that you are one day closer to the breakthrough right so believe in life but most importantly y'all believe in god believe in god and so I want to I want to stop there by saying this because it would be very remissive of me um, if I did not share this. This is a testimony, um, and that this is my first. I'm always transparent, but I'm about to be like super transparent with y'all. So each year, August is a very rough time for me financially because August I have to pay rent, car payment. All my other bills and car taxes okay and so i always find myself in a financial bind in august but i'm declaring and decreeing that this last this august that just passed is my last that was my last august struggling okay i believe that without a shadow of a doubt in the name of jesus that this past august was my last august struggling but august was a rough month for me financially and so um if i'm completely transparent Last week, I got paid, but all of my bills went to rent. They went to other bills, even went to a um, medical bill that I did not want to pay, but I needed to pay it. Um, and so, I said, I told God, I said, I'm not paying my tithes. I am not paying my tithes this Sunday. And every day that I woke up, I wrestled with that. Because it's like, oh God, it was like, okay, God, if I pay my tithes, like, that's an extra $100 that I could have in my pocket to do whatever I needed to. And I I will never forget this. God told me, right? Because I said, God, if I pay my tithes, I'm only have a little bit left. If I pay my tithes, and that, those tithes could go towards my groceries. It could be a little safeness or whatever, safetyness. And God told me that if you don't tithe, you are going to be in control of stretching that little or what you think is a little. But if you tithe on Sunday, I will be in control of stretching your little, right? And so I was like, okay, God, I hear you. But in the back of my life, I'm still not tithing, okay? So, every, again, went throughout Friday, still like, okay, God, I'm not tithing. Saturday, went to the brunch with Whitney and my cousin Shawana. And something happened. Shawana's key broke in her door. And the long story short, the way that it was handled, um, I was reminded of God's faithfulness. Right? I was reminded of God's faithfulness. And I told Shawana and Whitney, I said, you know what, y'all? If I'm completely honest, I was not going to tithe on Sunday. But because I I was reminded through Shawana's key breaking in her door how faithful God is, I am going to tithe. And so when I went to church last Sunday, 
I sat there so nervous. Like, I was so anxious because I'm just like, okay, God, I'm about to tie this money. And I know deep down I could really use this money in my bank account. Right? Because you know you're supposed to tie 10%. And the more money you make, the more 10% kind of feel like. Right? And so... The preacher is preaching, and I feel like he's talking directly to me. So he finishes his sermon, and then he goes on to say, um, he goes, he does a prayer. But then he, he starts to, like, tear up, and he says, I don't know who this is for, but I feel it. Because he was like, for me to even be tearing up, like, I, I really sense that somebody in here is nervous about something. That you are worried about something. But I want to tell you that God says that he has you. And he wants you to stop worrying about what he's not worried about. Right? He was like, I know you're afraid. But God says he got you. He got you. And when he said that, I just started boo crying. Because I'm like, God, you know. Like, I'm sitting here. Like... <laughs> Thinking about not tithing. Like, I was nervous about tithing. So, I tithed my money. Um, and I felt good about it. Because I had peace. Because I have I have never missed a day of tithing in my life. Ever since I started tithing as a child, I have never missed a day of tithing. And so, and then when I did it, was because I was out of town and I forgot. But I always made sure to, like, tithe the very next day. Because I truly believe in tithing. So I tied it last Sunday and I left with a peace because I know God said he had me. So Sunday I released my shirts, um, keep it cute sis. And I'm going to put the link in the bio. Shout out to everybody that's bought their shirt. But I released that shirt y'all. And within the first 24 hours, I made back, I made some good money off those shirts. Okay. But. Within 24 hours, yeah, within 24 hours, I made back every dime that I tithe. I made back every dime that I tithe. And I'm trying not to cry, but I am here. I'm telling y'all this testimony because God showed himself faithful. And I was so nervous. And when I tell y'all I had the faith of a mustard seed, like that was how small it was. Like, God, I know you can do it, but right now my faith is not big big because of all i've been going through these past few months but right now i can offer you the the, the faith the size of the mustard seed and, and that's all god requires of us and so i'm telling you that if you're worried about something if you are scared about something or nervous or anxious about something god got you y'all i made back every penny that i tithed on last sunday even a little bit more right god is so faithful he is so faithful. Even when we're faithless, even when we get scared, even when we put our hope in our bank accounts, even when we put our our hope in things that cannot sustain us, God is still God. He is still God. And I was reminded that God got me. He has me in the palm of his hand. And so I just wanted to remind somebody that God has you in the palm of his hand. Um with that testimony so that's my little testimony or whatever i hope that blesses somebody so let's jump into what we're talking about today today is keep it cute sis part two keep it cute sis part two y'all because people have been trying me honey but you know what 
I truly believe that the people that have been trying me are just helping me to grow into the person that God has created me to be. And so I thank them for it. And I think the situations that I've been experiencing to um, help me grow up. So I'm going to read this scripture. It's Genesis chapter 50 verse 20. And this is when Joseph, remember, Joseph had a dream. He told his brothers and his father that, you know, I saw y'all bowing down to me. Basically, his brother sold him into slavery. Then fast forward, he becomes the king. And then his brothers come and bow down to him. And it, his dream comes true that he saw the vision he had comes true that his brothers were bowing down to them, down to him. And basically, they're like telling him, like, we're sorry. We are your slaves. Right. And so Joseph says this in chapter 50, Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. Um, he says, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done. The saving of many lives. I'm going to read that again. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done. The saving of many lives. Let me tell you something. The first thing with keeping it cute is understanding this right here. That everything that the enemy tries to do to you, right? Everything that you go through that hurts you, that tries to break you, that tries to take you out, God can use it for his glory and for your good. Because it says right here, it says everything you intended to harm me with, God intended it for good to accomplish what is being done now. So everything that you've been through, the heartbreak, the setbacks, when people misused you, when people mistreated you, when people lied on your name and they went against your character, everything that they have done to you is setting you up for something that you don't even know about, right? But I told y'all on Keep It Cute Part 1 is that People who hurt you and mishandle you, they set you up for the blessings, right? But how you handle them, how you respond to them, the things that you say out your mouth, position you to receive those blessings. So the first thing I need you to know today is that everything you go through, God can and he will use it for your good. So don't think you're just going through that heartbreak for no reason. Don't think you're just going through this valley season for no reason. Don't think that you're losing people and people are turning their backs on you for no reason. Everything that you go through, God can use it for your good and for his glory. Number two, let me tell y'all a little story. Sorry, right? So I was talking to this guy. We're not even talking. Like We're just cool. We're just, we're just cool, right? So, the other week, we were on FaceTime, and his son was over there, right? So, his son was like, he was like, I'm going to make up a name, Corey. We're going to make sure, we're going to say the son's name is Corey. Corey, what does she look like? So, the little boy was like, she look like a brownie. And I was like, okay, I'll take that, because when I have my chocolate babies in the future, I'm going to call them brownies, because I am a brownie. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, I am a brownie. So then he go. He he felt like that wasn't enough. I guess because I actually like that. Like I felt that was a compliment. So then um, the little boy says I'm a nerd. She like a nerd because I had on my glasses. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna let this slide because I don't got time. Like <laughs> whatever. So fast forward that night, I'm chilling on Facetime with the the guy again, 
And he puts the phone down to go fix his son's sandwich. So little Corey decides to come pick up the phone, right? So he looks at me, puts the phone down, and walks off to his daddy. But I can hear their conversation. So he was like, Daddy, you like ugly girls. And I'm just like, what? So the guy was like, why you say that? Because she ugly. The girl on the phone ugly. My mama looked better than her. And so, y'all, I wish I could have seen my facial expression as I'm listening to this. Like, what? Like, why is this little boy coming for me? And then he was like, like, basically, I'm not even going to tell everything he said. Okay, let me tell what he said. He said I had squirrel teeth. He said that I was ugly. And what else did he say? I can't remember what else the little boy said. But anyway, he comes back to the phone. Keeps putting me on pause. This is all while his daddy is making a sandwich, right? And... He hangs up on me. So I text the guy and I'm like, well, um, good night or whatever. And I can't remember what else I said, but he was like, chill out. You know, my son hung up on you. And I was like, you don't see a problem with that? Like, you don't see a problem with that? Okay, cool. Right? So we don't speak for three days. Finally, he calls me. I'm like, we talk, you know, we talk, whatever. So I'm like, okay, maybe we can be cool again. But then... The mother of his child comes, right? Comes in the house and was like, can you take the basket outside for me? First of all, I felt like she just wanted to be heard. You know, there's some females who, I don't know. I just felt like she wanted to be heard. Like she wanted the person he was on the phone with to know that she was over there. So he ignores her. Maybe he shook his head. I don't know. I just know I didn't hear him respond to her. So then she goes on to say, does... Corey, that's a little, that's the fake name we're going with. Does Corey have a football game? I mean, football practice tomorrow. So the guy was like, I don't know what he said, but he didn't say nothing. I don't know if he shook his head or what. So then Shawty proceeds to say, I don't, I'm asking you about your bleeping son. I don't give a bleep about the broad that's on the phone. Oh, wait, skirt, skirt. Uh, wait a minute. Broad on the phone? So, you know what? I hung up. I just hung up. And I texted him. I said, you know what? I will not tolerate any disrespect. Hold it down. Right? And so I blocked him. Y'all know my block game is real strong. So I blocked him. So, here are a few things that I learned from that situation. Number two, sometimes you just have to keep your mouth closed. Because old Jessica, old Jessica would have lit her up. Right? And when I say lit her up, I mean like with my mouth. Like, because y'all know, I told y'all, my mouth used to be real reckless. Like, I can, I used to, I mean, I still can go there with, if I need to. But I tried to use my mouth to bless people and not curse people. So the best thing for me to have done for her was for me to hang up. Because if I would have stayed on that phone and processed on the phone what she had just said, like, I would have flipped out on her him and their son because your son tried to roast me the other day and i can't roast no children you know what i'm saying like that's not even fair like your child really was roasting me so i was gonna have something for you and your son but i hung up right and then the very next day i saw this scripture proverbs chapter 12 verse 16 it says fools show their annoyance at once but the prudent overlook an insult. And let me read another. I'm trying to find another. Um, 
Okay. I was trying to find another, um, I can't even think of the word. But anyway, Proverbs 12, 16, another translation. That's what it is. Translation says, if you shrug off an insult and refuse to take offense, you demonstrate discretion indeed. But the fool has a short fuse and will immediately let you know when he's offended. Right? So, sometimes you just got to keep your mouth closed, sis. That's how you keep it cute. Sometimes you got to hang up the phone. Sometimes you have to block them. Sometimes you just need to keep your mouth closed. You do not have to respond to everything that somebody says to you. Now, that doesn't mean that if somebody disrespects you, don't put them in their place. But what I mean is, don't be going back and forth with nobody. Because nobody's worth your time. You have too much to lose, okay? You have so much to lose. And unfortunately, there are people who don't have nothing to lose. There are some people who are intimidated by you. And I feel like this girl was intimidated by me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why. But, okay, maybe because the father of your child is liking me. Okay. And maybe the son went home and told the girl. I don't know. That's none of my business. Because he blocked him. The baby girl, I mean, the, the mother of his child, because I try not to say baby mama. But that was a baby mama. She acted like a baby mama. There's a difference between the mother of a child and baby mama. But that's a whole other story, okay? And the son. Like, all three of y'all blocked. Like, y'all just blocked. Like, y'all were all three of y'all just dismissed, Tanny. Um, so, sometimes just you just have to keep your mouth closed, right? Number three. So, I have a new coworker. And I'm not going to go into details, right? But sis done tried me a few times, y'all. Sis done tried me a few times. And so, what I have learned, in order for me to keep it cute, sometimes you just got to walk away. Even in mid-sentence. There have been moments when I say, yeah, I'm going to let you figure that out. I walked off. And I be I leave her, like, standing there looking stuck. Because before I, like, spaz on you, I'm going to walk away. Sometimes, sis, you got to walk away. Just walk away. Don't engage in the conversation. Don't waste your energy. Don't waste your time. Sometimes you just have to walk away. Okay? Because before I sit here and really tell you about yourself, before I sit here and spaz out or light you up, it's just best that I walk away. And then the fourth one is sometimes you just got to know when to let it go. I don't know who that's for, but... A part of keeping it cute is knowing when to let go. A lot of times we have trouble with letting go because we're afraid that we won't get something to replace that or we won't get something in return for letting go. But I have learned that God has never told me to let go of something that he didn't replace with better. God has never made me let go of something that he did not bring me greater, double for my trouble. Right? So sometimes you have to let go. There is strength in letting go. A lot of people say there's strength in holding on when things get rough. But there's also strength in letting go. And so, sis, sometimes you just have to let it go. Whatever it is that you feel God is telling you to let go, let it go. It can be scary. It can be lonely for a while. But sometimes it's best to just let it go. Do not hold on to something longer than you're supposed to. Right? Because when you're holding on to stuff, your hands are full. So how are you supposed to receive what God has for you if you're holding on to the thing that he's let, telling you to let go of, but you won't let go of it? Number five, don't entertain anyone who entertains the OU. There are parts of me that have been dying, right? There are parts of me that have been dying. But 
at any point. If I don't stay praying, if I don't stay prayed up, if I don't fast, if I don't spend time with God, if I don't spend time in worship and in prayer and praise God, like those old, that old part of me, the old parts of me will come back up. And so for people who try to put you in a situation where you have to be the old you or where the old you wants to come out, you need to let those people go. Like, for example, the guy I was telling you about a few minutes ago with the um the mother of his child, her just being disrespectful. Like, the old Jess would have blanked on her, like, real quick. Real quick. Right? I would have been ready to jump into my car drive to Florence and been like, what's up, baby girl, what's up? But the Jessica now, you know, I'm more poised, you know, I try to be, I try to lead by example and I just try to be the woman that God has created me to be. And so I don't need anybody who's going to put me in a position to have to go back to who I used to be, right? Because nobody got time for that because at the end of the day, I'm still human. And I'm saved, but there's still part of me that will turn up on you in a heart, in a heartbeat. And I, like I said earlier, I try to bless people with my mouth, not curse them. So I'm saying that to say this: Do not entertain anyone who entertains the old you. If you know that you are at a place in your life where you're not gonna have sex and you're celibate, don't entertain somebody who only talks about sex. If you know that you are at a place in your life where you no longer want to drink, don't entertain people who every time you go out with them they want to pour up if you know that you are at a place in your life where you really do not want to be a cursed person like cursing all the time then do not entertain people that curse i have people who try to like when i do stuff they'll be like just like you're crazy or um like don't refer to me as the jessica that you used to know jessica you excuse me jessica i want to say jessica was crazy but Jessica, first of all, why am I speaking in third person? I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> but I used to do crazy things. And so I tell people, like, do not refer to me like the person that, as the person I used to be. You need to speak to either present me or future me, but do not speak to past me. That's a word. Don't let anybody speak to the past you because the past you was gone. They can either speak to the present you or the future you. But if they're stuck on speaking to the past you, then you need to cut them off. Cut them off, I say. Cut them off. Cut them off. Cut them off. Cut them off. Okay? And that's all I have for today for keeping it cute. Like, keep it cute, y'all. Keep it cute. Remember that everything that you're going through... Everything that you've been through that the enemy has tried to use or is trying to use to hurt you or take you out, God is going to use it for your good. I wish I could, I want you to get that in your belly. God is going to use that for your good. Got it? The second thing is sometimes you just have to keep your mouth closed. Keep your mouth closed. I know that's easier said than done, but if you got to do an exercise where you count to three, then do that. But sometimes you got to keep your mouth closed. And then the third thing, sometimes you have to walk away. Whatever God has been telling you to walk away from, sis, do it. I promise you, it may be lonely. It may not feel good. It may be frustrating. But walk away from anything that God is telling you to walk away from. Because anything that God has for you is greater than the thing that you are holding on to. 
And four, no one to let go. That kind of goes back with number three. Oh, I know why I said don't. Sometimes you got to walk away. When I mean sometimes you got to walk away, I mean sometimes before you just spaz out on somebody, sometimes you just got to walk away. Before you respond to somebody throwing shade at you on Instagram or Facebook, sometimes you just got to delete the apps off your phone. You get what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you just got to do what's necessary, right? And then number five, don't entertain anyone who entertains the old you. If they can't talk to present you or future you, then they don't need to be talking to you at all. Do not entertain anybody that talks to the past you, right? Like, you talking to past Jessica. Past Jessica just wanted a boyfriend. This Jessica want a husband. Ooh, listen, 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 Linda. Listen, listen. Past Jessica didn't love herself. This Jessica loves herself and respects herself. So what's up? You can't talk to me any kind of way. You're not going to handle me any kind of way. You're not going to do me any kind of way. And if you think you're about to do that, then you need to get to step in. So, that is what I have for you today. Keep it cute, sis. Do not be bothered by things beneath you and let God handle all things above you and the things beneath you. Right? But in all things, keep it cute. Like, I love y'all. I want y'all to continue to believe in yourself, believe in people, believe in life, but most importantly, believe in God and know that whatever the enemy, the enemy meant it to harm you. The enemy meant to take you out with it. The enemy meant for it to make you lose your mind, right? Because there's some of us that should be crazy. Like that used to be like an old person saying like, I should have lost my mind, but it's some young ones. Like, it's some of us youngins that should have lost their minds. There are some of us who have should have had an uh, incurable STD. There are some of us, right, who should have multiple babies and multiple baby daddies. There are some of us who should be in the, the mental institution, right? There are some of us who should be in jail. There are some of us who should be dead, right? But what the enemy meant to harm us, God is using for are good and for his glory right there are some friends who turn their backs on you there are some people that drug your name through the mud right but your character spoke for yourself so you didn't spoke for you so you didn't have to respond there were people who did you wrong there are people who stole from you there are people who stabbed you in the back there were people who broke your heart there were people who played you like a fiddle there were people who played you like a game boy nintendo but what the enemy meant to harm you, God is using for your good, right? Everything that you've gone through, everything that you've gone through, God will use it for you. He can use it for your good, and he will use it for your glory, for his glory, excuse me. Back in 2011, when I had my first heartbreak, when I couldn't eat, when I lost 20 pounds in a few short weeks, when I was going like, I won't say bald, but when I was losing the hair at the top of my head and it was like the length of my pinky because that's how stressed out I was, I was like, God, what are you doing in my life? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, how am I going to use this? Like, what? Like, how am I supposed to use this heartbreak, right? But if I would have known then what I know now, 
now I'm able to speak to those with the broken hearts. Now I'm able to speak to those who didn't, who don't respect themselves. Now I'm able to speak to those who don't love themselves. Now I'm able to speak to those who feel like they have to give their bodies away to man after man after man to fill a void. Now I'm able to speak to those people. Why? Because what the enemy meant to harm me, God used it for my good. Right? Back then, I did not love myself. I did not love my body. I did not love my skin complexion. I didn't love how I looked. But now, I love myself. And I'm able to pour into other women. And tell them that they're beautiful. Not because of how they look, but because of who they are. So again, what the enemy meant to harm me, God used it for my good. Right? I had people to, to betray me. Stab me in my back. Talk about me. Lie on my name. Right? And go against my character. But now, I am able to keep it cute, sis. Because now I know when to let God or how to let God handle everything above me. And everything beneath me. And everything in front of me. And even the things behind me. Right? I know how to keep my mouth closed now and not have the urge to respond to everything or every person that offends me. I now know when to let go. I now know when to walk away. I know now not to entertain anyone who entertains the old me. Why? Because what the enemy meant, meant for evil, God is using it for my good to touch the lives of people all around the world. So, sis, bro, whatever you're going through, keep the hope. Continue to be faithful. Continue to press into God. Continue to believe that every day that you wake up, oh my God, every day that you wake up, that you are one day closer, one day closer to your breakthrough. Whatever it is that you're praying and trusting in God for, I am believing in it for you also. I love y'all. I thank y'all for rocking with me. On this beautiful Monday and I pray that if you're catching this later on throughout the week that you have an awesome week. Remember that I love you all and there's nothing you can do about it. But always remember, whatever you do, keep it cute sis. I'll see y'all next week.